welcome to the Nourished and Free podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Yates, a registered dietitian, and this is where we talk all things eating, body image, and really just how to create a healthy relationship with food. Today's episode is a dietitian review of one of the hottest diets to hit the market in the last five years, which is Optavia. Now, I've heard it pronounced Optavia. I've also heard it pronounced Optavia. I'm not 100% sure which one it is, but we're going to go with Optavia. And I'm excited to talk to you about this because I think this diet, they tend to be pretty sneaky in their marketing and in their advertising and in their messaging. And you can't really find out a whole lot about them um, unless you do some digging. And so I'm going to bring up some things that may surprise you, things like lawsuits, things like gallstones, all kinds of things that we need to be aware of if we're going to consider doing something like this. And this diet has been on my hit list for a while, so I cannot wait to dive in and get started. So I hope you're ready for this uncensored, unfiltered dietitian review of Optavia. Octavia, one of my mortal enemies, it appears to be at this point. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about this. I have uh, done a lot of research on this diet because it's fairly new. It was, uh, I'll, I'll explain a little bit here how it came about, but it came about in 2017. And so, you know, five years old at this point, most diets that, that people talk about or do are actually 10 plus years um, in the running. And so this is fairly new, but man, is it gaining in popularity. So for this review, what I want to do is I, I want to kind of do a little bit of an expose, I suppose, on Optavia, right? It's still something that a lot of people don't know what it is. So I'm going to tell you what it is, tell you what it entails, and why diets like this are dangerous. And really what they are is they're just expensive starvation Ponzi schemes. And that's about as accurate as I can put it. (laughs) So, um, I do want to disclose that I, um, I've never done this diet before. I've been approached by a coach before who was attempting to recruit me as a coach. And so I have really given this diet a clean slate over and over again, attempting to see the good in it. And I just can't, I can't find any good in it at all. And, you know, I've posted about this diet a few times on social media and for every one person, the backlashes and trolls and says, you don't know what you're talking about. Optavia taught me lifelong healthy habits and I have a great relationship with food for every one person that does that there's about eight that say how horrible it was for them or for a loved one so first of all let's walk through what it is right Optavia or Optavia I'm pretty sure it's Optavia 
It's a low-calorie, low-carbohydrate meal replacement diet, and it uses this six small meals a day method. So they're trying to keep you from getting hungry by pumping you with a ton of protein and getting you to eat every two to three hours. Um, And five of those meals, so there's a few different plans actually, but the most common one is the five-in-one. Five of those meals are Octavia's own fuelings. That's what they call them. And that just makes me want, I mean, I'm cringing already. So (laughs) because it's not fuel when you, when you really look at it, the last meal of the day is, um, a lean and green meal. So basically they're saying, Hey, five of your meals a day have to be our products. And then the last meal of the day, you can do your own thing, but it's got to fall within these certain parameters. Um, these certain lean and grain parameters. And so that meal, of course, is very low in carbohydrates. They don't want it to be like more than 20 grams of carbohydrates, tons of veggies, non-starchy veggies, of course, (laughs) Uh, no fruits, no grains, no dairy, and you got to have a lean protein source. So basically, yeah, you can make your own meal once a day. So you have flexibility, but it has to be chicken and broccoli. That's basically what they're saying. So <clears throat> these feelings, um, they're pro- this is a really important part of this diet that, that we need to pay attention to. The diet relies heavily on the use of these fuelings. Um, they're products that are made by the company and sold by the company and make the company money when you buy them. They're low carbohydrate, high protein, and depending on the plan that the person is on, like I said, the five in one is the most common. There's a few others though depending on the plan, it's going to make up at least half of what that individual is eating every day. When I think about these fuelings, um, I've never tried them myself. So I'll say that I have heard from women who have done this though, and, um, heard a little bit of their experience about them. But when I think about them, I just can't help but think of space food. I'm just thinking of astronauts up in their rocket ship, pulling out their like silver packaged, you know, meatloaf dinner that they have to squeeze out of a tube and then pour some water in and then microwave. (laughs) That's what I think of when I think of these products. And I'm not really given much evidence to think otherwise, to be honest. Um, So the way that they make their fuelings is they're low carbohydrate and high protein, right? So to do that, they're, you know, giving you these, oh, you can have brownie for breakfast. You can have mac and cheese and it'll still help you lose weight, whatever. They're doing that by pumping these products full of sugar substitutes, whey protein, and soy protein isolate. So um, not a balanced diet at all, right? Because five out of six of the times that you're eating, it's coming out of this package that's full of the same ingredients pretty much every time. So what I end up seeing a lot with women that do this is malnourishment to some extent, right? Some sort of vitamin and mineral deficiency because they just didn't have a balanced diet at all. Um, And we'll talk more about kind of the dangers of that and what comes with um, the dangers that come with eating like this for an extended period of time. But yeah, super important to realize or, or to kind of zoom out and see that like, okay, this diet profits and and relies on its clients and customers eating their food that is manufactured and processed by them. 
Interesting to note, the lean and green meals can also be purchased pre-made if you want. So if you don't even want to do that one meal a day, you can buy it pre-packaged and ready to go. So they're creating an opportunity for you to be 100% fed by them. Essentially, that's what that's what's going on is they're creating that opportunity. You don't have to take the opportunity, but it's highly encouraged. So with the lean and green meals, I mean, these don't contain any source of carbohydrates. They're recommending no more than 15 to 20 grams of carbs per lean and green meal. So that's, I mean, that's an issue, right? If we're not getting essential food groups like grains and fruits and beans and dairy, there's so many, again, there's so many vitamins and minerals that we're missing when we're trying to eat this way. Um, the recommended lean and green meal, according to Optavia, includes five to seven ounces of lean protein, three servings of non-starchy vegetables, and up to two servings of fat. Again, it's literally just chicken breast with broccoli. That's what we're looking at here with maybe a little bit of butter. So with Optavia being fairly new, a natural question is to wonder where did it come from, right? How did this thing start? Um, Optavia is actually owned by Metafast, and it's important that we note here that (laughs) Metafast has lost in two large lawsuits over the years for false advertisement and for being a Ponzi scheme. In other words, their diet programs and products and everything, their business model has been um, criticized for being misleading, misleading their customers, and then also just being a pyramid scheme that's out to get your money, basically. Um, And they've lost in those lawsuits. So Metafast actually rebranded one of its programs into Octavia. The previous program was called Take Shape for Life. Um, So this was around in 2017 that this happened. Take Shape for Life was again, criticized as being a pyramid scheme and made it making lofty claims that it couldn't hold up to. So Metafast has been using this similar multi-level marketing business model of small frequent viewings for a long, long time. And this business model, the products are sold by clients, coaches are clients. It's just constantly fueling itself with money, right? Because of Take Shape for Life being criticized, I kind of suspect that that's why they rebranded to Optavia so that it was a whole new word. It didn't have any kind of negative connotation with it. And basically the company could just start over and say, okay, well, they figured us out. So we're just going to try again with a whole new name. You might be confused at times of like, okay, is Optavia or Optavia and Metafast, are they the same thing? Kind of. Metafast is the owner of Optavia. So they're the parent. Optavia is the little brainchild. With Optavia, while you're following that strict dietary regimen, you're also being supported by an Optavia coach, a community forum, and then you have an app that you can use that tracks what you eat every day, right? Classic diet program. (laughs) So Optavia, it's mostly, obviously it's a weight loss program, right? That's what they're promising is, is weight loss. And it's mostly nutrition focused. It's not necessarily a diet plus exercise program. They do encourage it a little bit, but they mostly discourage exercising at all for the first three weeks on the program, which if that's not a red flag, (laughs) I don't know what is. If they're saying, hey, we don't recommend that you exercise the first three weeks that you're doing this, that's an issue, right? They're basically saying your body's going to be like, 
totally and completely shot, that's a problem. I would think that if it's truly a healthy program, that it's giving you enough energy to go move your body. But maybe I'm crazy. So I did mention that there are different plans. The five in one, like I said, is that five fuelings a day with one lean and green meal. That one has the goal of weight loss. There's another plan that also has a goal of weight loss. Um, they call it the four and two and one. So basically four Optivia fuelings, two lean and green meals, and one snack. I'm not totally sure what the parameters of this snack are, but I'm guessing it's once again supposed to be low carbohydrate. This is still with the goal of weight loss. Like this is an option if uh, if a customer says I want to lose weight, they can still do this option. Um, But I think the the thought behind this is for people that need more calories, um, which just makes me laugh because it's like (laughs) you're not actually getting more calories if you're just doing if you're just replacing one of those fuelings with a lean and green meal. I guarantee you that's the same amount of calories. So the only thing they're doing to add more calories is just add a snack. And my guess is that that's like a hundred calorie snack. So for the individual that loses their weight, however much that is, right? Some people go on this program hoping to lose a hundred pounds. Some people go on it hoping to lose five. Regardless, once you meet your goal that you've set with your quote unquote coach, which we'll talk about what those are, then you can go into the maintenance phase. And so they have a three and three plan that is three feelings and three lean and green meals. So I want to point out here that if this is their maintenance plan, you still have to do three of their fuelings a day and you still can't eat grains and dairy and fruit. Basically, you can't have carbohydrates. Like what kind of maintenance plan is that? That's not sustainable. You can't do that the rest of your life. You just can't. So Optivia products are sold by their health coaches. Um, I want to talk more about these coaches here. This is another really important thing to to note about this company is that they operate through, of course, their feelings being sold and consumed and relied on, but they also operate through these coaches, bringing in more clients, bringing in more coaches. And these coaches are usually actually clients themselves. And so when somebody is buying products from Optavia, right, they're buying the fuelings or the the plan, they're going through a coach and that's going to earn that coach commission And then not surprisingly, a coach also gets a discount on their products. Do you find yourself obsessing over food or wondering, do I have a food addiction? Are you wishing so desperately that you could see someone else when you look in the mirror? Are you fed up with trying every diet under the sun only to wind up binge eating and emotional eating and having tons of food guilt later? I used to think that counting every calorie was the key to making sure I was in control of food, but the truth was I needed a simple, adaptable style of eating that I could rely on for the rest of my life and that did not take up extra time, money, or energy. When I started intuitive eating, it was like the world went from being in black and white to color. My PCOS symptoms were reversed. I could eat spontaneously without fear of binging or having food guilt later on. And I had more mental space to put towards my dreams, my goals, and my loved ones. If you're ready to stop letting fear of binging, emotional eating, and how you look in your body, take away those valuable moments in your life. 
I'd like to invite you to apply for Nourished and Free, my group coaching program. Visit yatesnutrition.com slash application to apply. And if it's a good fit, I'll send you an extra special private training all about my four-part system that I use to get rid of food guilt, emotional eating, binge eating, and to get off of that dieting roller coaster. Visit yatesnutrition.com slash application to apply now and receive that free training. Optavia coaches, like I said, they're usually past clients. Um, I had somebody tell me the other day on Instagram that (laughs) she was somebody that had gone through the program. She was one of the many who said it was a horrible experience and was saying how some of the coaches are, can become a coach within two weeks. Like you can start the program and then within two weeks be coaching other people through their health journey. Clearly there's no formal nutrition education training or certifications required to coach for Optavia. They have their own certification course. I'm guessing it's just like any kind of training course that you would take at any job where it's like, Hey, let's get on the same page here. Um, but they don't have to have any kind of exercise, science, nutrition, biology. They don't have to have any kind of training in that sense. And I mean, we need to realize that because of that, they're very limited in what their abilities are in terms of giving advice to their clients they can't give health advice. Like they're super, there's a very small parameter of advice they can give before they're breaking the law, depending on the state, because you need to be trained to give health advice, right? That's a person's life that we're talking about. And so these coaches are kind of a joke. Some of them are registered dietitians, which blows my mind. But what I, what I see is that dietitians are overqualified for this job right? Because it doesn't require medical training. It doesn't require medical background. So a lot of times I think dietitians use this more as like a side gig. So the coaches obviously are paid then because they get commission. I think the base, in in some of my research, they have a little handbook on, you know, how you make money as a coach and stuff. And I'll attach that to the blog um, that goes along with this podcast episode. But the handbook looks like they make about a 15% commission baseline. And then anytime they meet certain milestones of product being sold, they get bonuses. And so basically, yeah, the more product they sell, the more they earn, right? And it's just like any other salesperson. And the coaches are actually paid again for mentoring other coaches. So here we have that, um, I don't know if <laughs> if you watch The Office, but this just makes me think of that cold open where Michael is describing this opportunity that he has in the conference room. And he's saying, no, 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 listen, this isn't a pyramid scheme. Let me just show you. This guy recruited me and I'm going to recruit another guy and we're going to recruit more people to do blah, blah, blah. And then Jim goes up and just draws a giant pyramid over it, right? (laughs) That's exactly what this is. Um, Because the more people you bring into the system, the more people that you get locked into the system by buying products and coaching for it, then the more that that person makes. And so, again, we need to think about that when we think about who's advocating for this. 
what is their motivation, right? Are they trying to get people to come into the program so that they can make money off of them, right? The more that they get people to buy the product, the more, you know, even better if they become a coach. Like I've heard a lot of stories of women feeling really pressured to stay in the system, almost in a cult-like way, because, you know, money's on the mind, right? Like these people want to make money. So people, why do they go on Optivia, right? They go on it to lose weight. They're not going on it to try and cure cancer or reverse kidney disease or anything like that. They're going on it to lose weight. And here's the thing about this program. That's exactly what you're going to get. You are going to lose weight. Every now and then, I've heard from people that they only lose like two pounds and never lost any more than that, right? The reality is that you're most likely going to lose weight following this plan, but that doesn't mean that it's a good or healthy thing. Octavia utilizes this classic low-carb, low-calorie starvation method. And of course, this is going to drop the client's weight, right? Because we're losing water weight. When we go low-carbohydrate, there's water inside of our cells that is pushed out and excreted and we lose water weight. And so immediately we start to lose weight. Is that adipose tissue? Is that fat? No, it's water. And then also when you're starving yourself, your body starts to break down lean tissue. It breaks down muscle mass. It breaks down organs and the problem is that this isn't sustainable, right? Maybe we lose some fat as well in there, but this is dangerous. And weight cycling and dieting is likely to increase the risk for cardiometabolic diseases. So programs like Optavia, they thrive on these revolving door customers who lose weight, but then they gain it back because that wasn't sustainable. It was only water weight. It was organ tissue that needed to come back. And then they end up being so upset that they gain the weight back. They think it's their fault. They don't realize that it's just a flawed system that they come back and they want to lose the weight again through that same system that supposedly worked for them before. So in terms of a business model, it's brilliant, right? If programs like Optavia can continue to convince their customers that their products helped them lose weight, but not see that their products are also the reason they gain the weight back plus more, (laughs) they will never run out of money. They will never run out of money. And that is, that right there is a golden nugget of why the weight loss industry is valued at like $2 billion now is because the customer will always come back and spend more money because it always fails them, but they think it's their fault. They don't realize that it's the diet's fault. Now, of course, if you ask anyone affiliated with Optavia, they're going to shout from the rooftops, yes, it works. I've kept the weight off for this many years. It'll change your life, blah, blah, blah. And that's because they want the money, honey. Like they're going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to sell you what you want to hear. But if you listen to the people who are not involved in the system anymore, listen to those people and you'll hear some really interesting stories. (laughs) You'll hear the actual truth. And like I said, for every one person that says, oh, Optavia is the best thing ever, there's like eight people that say it was a horrible experience. And usually the people who comment on my posts and say how wonderful Optavia was, if I take five seconds to pop to their profile, it says that they're a health coach. So they're trying to sell the product, (laughs) right? So they're hoping that by commenting on how amazing it is on my post that they're going to get clients that come to them and pay them money. So this system, I'm hoping that you can start to see the flaws in it, the, the schematics and the manipulation and really the danger here, right? Yes, you will probably lose weight initially, but what is it costing you, (laughs) right? What is it costing you? Um, Something I do want to mention is I looked at their dining out guide. Okay, so according to Optavia, you shouldn't be eating out more than twice a week, but they understand that you want to have a life and you want to experience 
experience it. And so they guide you how to make these lean and green choices while you're at the restaurant. How kind of them. So as I'm going through this eating out guide, okay, I think reading through this has upset me the most out of everything that I've learned about this diet. Just this dining out guide alone made my skin crawl. I was so mad reading these tips on what they're telling women, well, men and women to do. So this guide is including all kinds of tips on how to be assertive when someone's pressuring you not to eat something within your health goals or how to mentally rehearse for when others question your choices, right? Or if a waiter's being difficult or if they prepare the food wrong, how to breathe through an unhealthy eating urge. I mean, honestly, the dining out guide is saying, hey, you can order anything between 250 to 400 calories. 250 calories to me is a snack. <laughs> um, I'm not going to a restaurant and ordering something that's only 250 calories. That's ridiculous. And then they don't want you to eat more than 15 grams of carbohydrates. That's the equivalent of one small apple. So if you are going to a restaurant and you're ordering food within these guidelines, how is that experiencing the joys of life? How is that living your life still and having a flexible lifestyle while following this diet? They keep saying how this is easy to fit into your life. You can do this with like no matter who you are, you can still enjoy time with your friends. No, you can't because you're ordering lettuce. <laughs> And then you're being told, hey, if people question you, you need to be ready to defend yourself because you have health goals. I mean, it's completely absurd, right? You shouldn't have to white knuckle through the urge to have a breadstick, right? <laughs> if you're at dinner with your friends or heaven forbid somebody's celebrating your birthday, are you just supposed to sit there and eat a carrot? Like this is ridiculous. So here I want to read you a direct quote from the guide. Okay, this was like what really put me over the edge. A direct quote from the guide on how to handle being a host or hostess, okay? They say, focus on your non-favorites. If you're preparing a party dessert, make it something that's easy for you to resist. For example, if your weakness is chocolate, go with a fruit-based treat. Keep your favorite sweet fueling within reach for when your sweet tooth strikes. This is literally a guide on how to have an eating disorder. If you enjoy food, you cannot trust yourself around it. So you have to make something completely different or substitute it with one of our products. <laughs> is this a joke? Like, seriously, I'm like, I am reading this and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe that they have not been sued yet. I mean, Metafast has been sued, but Optavia hasn't been sued yet. And I'm blown away. I'm just waiting for that news story to break. This is how we get primed for binge eating. This is how we develop things like anorexia or bulimia. This is exactly how we get there is by being told stuff like this. Something I haven't even mentioned yet is how much this thing costs. Not only mentally and physically, but financially, we're looking at $500 a month to follow this system. Diets like these where they're high protein, low calorie, um, they increase your risk for gallstones. <laughs> there's been reports of people that have done Optavia who have developed gallstones and had gastrointestinal issues. So let me ask you, is it worth it to develop gallstones just to lose a couple pounds, right? Maybe you're like, well, I have a hundred pounds to lose. Okay. Well, still, is it worth it? Especially if you're going to gain it back. Like I said, starving the body of carbohydrates, it releases that water weight almost instantly. But eventually, your body's going to start to break down muscle, organ, and a little bit of adipose tissue 
as well to feed itself. But the problem is that when we lose weight on systems like Optavia, you know, we're, le- we're putting ourselves at risk for those serious health concerns and mental disturbances. But the weight comes back the second you're off the system, right? It's that revolving door system that I talked about earlier. It's important that we realize I'm losing water weight. I'm losing important mass off of my organs and my muscle. My body doesn't want those to be gone. So the second I'm done with this, it's going to put it back. Another thing I hear all the time, which is not surprising at all, is that women not only do they gain the weight back, but they gain more, right? They end up at a higher weight than they were when they started the program. And that's because when you starve your body for such a long period of time, it becomes more efficient in using calories. What does that mean? It means that your metabolism slows down. (laughs) So women not only gain the weight back, they gain it back plus more because their metabolism is slowed down. They're getting that water back in their cells. They're rebuilding muscle mass and organ tissue. And somehow they believe that they're the problem. Somehow they think that, well, Optavia worked. I'm just the problem. I didn't have enough self-control. So is Optavia healthy, right? I think that's a fair question to ask. Is this healthy, right? If I'm losing weight, isn't that healthy then? Because I need to lose weight. Well, that's a whole other episode for a whole other day. But let's just look at the products themselves. Is our Optavia products healthy? So healthy is a relative term. I think everybody means something different when they're saying that. But if we were to go off just the most basic definition of it, that something is promoting good health, I would argue that no, Optavia products are not healthy. And if you're following Optavia, you're naturally going to be having their products. Weight cycling, gastrointestinal distress, a limited variety of vitamins and minerals and nutrients, carbohydrate starvation, and not to mention just the mental anguish that a restrictive diet can cause, like that doesn't strike me as very health promoting. So when we think about Optavia, we got to look at pros and cons, of course, right? Because you might still be thinking, I logically, I know what you're saying, but again, I just really want to kickstart my weight loss journey. First of all, I'm going to stop you right there, girlfriend. It's not going to kickstart anything. (laughs) You might lose a couple pounds, but remember it's going to come back and remember that it's going to screw with your metabolism. But aside from that, let's look at some pros and cons here. I'm going to go through the pros. You might be like, Michelle has pros about this diet. Yeah, I'm surprised too. So the pro, one of the pros is that Yes, it might help you fit into a dress that you need to lose weight for in the next month, right? Maybe you've got a wedding coming up, a bridesmaid's dress, and you need to squeeze into something that you don't really have the time for to order a new one. It might help you with that, but don't count on it being able to fit later because that way it's going to come back. Another thing is that it is pretty brainless. I will say it requires very little energy to follow. You All you have to do is just place an order So super brainless, that's a pro for some people, and they're not really requiring you to exercise. Some people find this to be a pro, some would say it's a con. Um, So I'm going to put it in the pros here because I'm being generous. (laughs) Some people may be happy that they can quote unquote lose weight and not have to exercise, right? Now let me go over the cons just to kind of sum us up here as I close this out. Number one, long-term weight loss is very unlikely. Number two, the weight gain is likely, the eventual weight gain. Third, it's expensive. Fourth, it's dangerous, physically dangerous, and also mentally dangerous. I didn't even go into very much the eating disorder risk with this. Next, it can cause extreme hunger and binging, or even worse, it can silence your hunger cues, and that is worse. We don't want that. 
It can slow your metabolism. You have a very limited option of food. There's a heavy emphasis on weight rather than your overall health. And yes, I realize in their marketing that they say the opposite. I don't care. At the end of the day, what they care about is your weight loss, right? That's the only thing they're looking at. They don't care what it takes as long as you meet your weight loss goal. Like I said, this can lead to binge eating, which is also naturally um, associated with food obsession, can lead to weight obsession, risk of gallstones, risk of gastrointestinal discomfort, and the coaches are not qualified. (laughs) So we've got a lot of cons here. I hope that this was enlightening and that you feel like, okay, next time that somebody brings up this diet, I know what the accurate information is, right? Especially the next time that a coach or somebody who follows it brings up the diet. I know how to put my blinders on because at the end of the day, they're just sucked into a system, right? And they're probably trying to suck you into that same system as well. Thank you so much for being a listener to my podcast. I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate your support. If you would take a minute and leave me a review, that would mean the world. I would love to know what you think, or even just a quick five-star rating would be incredible. If you have a specific question or topic that you would like me to talk about on a future episode, send me an email at michelle at yatesnutrition.com and I would love to add it to my lineup. I'm always looking for new ideas. And if you're ready to get help with healing your relationship with food and with fostering that body acceptance so that you can feel comfortable in your skin for the rest of your life, send me an email and we'll talk about how we can work together. My email is Michelle, that's with two L's and an E at the end, at yatesnutrition.com. Again, that's Michelle at yatesnutrition.com and I can't wait to hear from you.